Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about habit formation. Habit formation is one of the biggest challenges that people come up against when they are on a weight loss journey or any kind of body transformation journey. You have a goal that you're working on, whatever it is, and you have to figure out how to get from point A to point B. And the way to do that is to create habits. What is a habit? Habits are things that we do regularly that are already established as part of our routine. So like showering, brushing your teeth, making coffee, driving to work, all of those things that are sort of automatic that we already do, we do them without thinking about them. They just sort of happen as part of our day. Those are essentially habits. But when you're looking at trying to make body transformation, you have to figure out, first of all, what is your big goal? What are you working towards? What are you trying to achieve? You know, are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to build muscle? Are you trying to lose inches? That kind of thing. What sort of body transformation are you looking for? Are you looking to establish better eating habits or an exercise routine or a strength routine or things that sort of basically think about what your health goals are. Has your doctor told you that you have heart issues and high cholesterol and that you need to work on those things? And then figure out what behaviors are going to get you to those goals. So figure out what behaviors are going to help you achieve that success. It might make sense to sit down and make a list of all the different behaviors that might help you achieve that goal. So for example, I'm looking into putting on more muscle and I want to incorporate strength training at least three to four times a week using like a progressive overload program. So for me, that is something that I want to make a habit before I turn 40. I'd like to have that habit already established in my life and something that I do regularly because I know that that's going to help me achieve the goals that I want for my body transformation. Strength training is super important and having it already as a part of your life will allow you to get all those benefits. That's my goal and my behavior is to do the thing, right? So when you look at it, look at it from the perspective of what will make it exciting, interesting, something that you want to get up and do, make it fun or enjoyable, figure out a way to make that behavior as easy as possible and as effective as possible so you're not like wasting your time. Okay, so you have your goal, body transformation, and then you have your behavior, strength training three to four times a week. And then the next step is figuring out Once you have a goal in mind and you've selected a behavior to do that will help you get closer to that goal, one good thing to think about is what are the benefits of doing this behavior now rather than like waiting or putting it off, not making it an official part of your daily life. What immediate benefits are you going to get and then what long-term benefits are you going to get? So obviously strength training, immediate benefits are that I'm going to like, you know, I'll start moving my body more and feel better. But long-term goals, you know, I'll be stronger, increase muscle mass, and I may lose some inches off my body, but, you know, that's not necessarily one of my goals. I'll be able to support my aging body better. I will be able to move well into, you know, my 80s as I get older. I'll be less likely to injure myself when I fall. There's all kinds of benefits around strength training. 
We know this. What I'm getting at is that when you pick a goal and you pick a behavior, it's helpful to think about those benefits because it will motivate you to be more likely to do it if you can see a reason to do it. Whether that's eating healthier, eating more veggies, increasing your protein, drinking more water, sleeping earlier, sleeping longer, sleeping better, any of those things. Any of those behaviors that you want to become a habit. Thinking about the benefits of it might also help you come up with an idea for a reward. One of the things that I like to do as part of the preparation before I start to try and establish a new habit is sort of designing your environment to set yourself up for success and to eliminate any opportunity for excuses. Now, I talk a lot about this in the idea of setting out your clothes the night before for the workout that you're going to do in the morning. Now, obviously, if you're not a morning workout person, set them out for your midday workout. You know, whatever. Whenever you plan to do your workout, make sure you have everything available to you already set out so you don't have to think about it. You don't allow yourself the opportunity to say no. Basically, take thinking out of the process. Think of it in terms of making this an automated procedure so that you don't have to do any extra steps at the time of the actual workout happening. Do all of the other steps beforehand. You know, it's like meal prepping. If you want to eat dinner, but you know you're going to come home and you're not going to have any time other than to like throw something in the microwave and eat it, you're going to have to do all your meal prep before that. Whether it's all on one day or you break it up into steps and you do like, you know, cook your meats on one day, cook your carbs on another day, cook your veggies on another day, and then on the other day you just throw it all into a bowl and microwave it. You could do it that way or you could, you know, take a couple hours one day and cook up everything so that then you can just portion it out into your Tupperwares and eat it on the days that you need it. Basically set your environment up and eliminate any decision making. Because decisions require a certain level of energy, and if you're exhausted or if you're just moody, having to make those choices is going to require a lot of willpower, and depending on willpower is just not something that works. Talked about it before, it's not about motivation, it's about did you set yourself up to make this happen? If I want to strength train three to four times a week, really focusing on the specifics of that habit. How can I put that into my life so that everything focuses on getting that done? Okay, make it that one thing that you're trying to improve upon. Figure out what exactly you're going to be doing, how long you're going to be doing it for, how often you're going to do it, when you're going to do it. Put it on your schedule. Figure out where you're going to do it. For example, for strength training, you set it up that you want to do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And those are the three days. Start with three, honestly. I know you want to do four days a week. You may even want to be like, oh, I'm going to do six days a week. Start with three. Three is manageable. You can get three done. You want to start with small because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want to get upset at yourself if you fail. You don't want to overdo it and then burn out. So start with three, three days a week. I like to do at least five exercises with like your two main lifts, first, and then maybe three accessory exercises to go with that. Divide it up however you want, you know, whether you're doing like an upper day or a lower day or like push day, pull day, that kind of thing. I'm going to do a whole other episode on strength training at some point. This is more about like just breaking it down into knowing what you're going to do for that behavior. The five exercises, how many reps, how many sets, what kind of progressive overload you have. Have a plan, write it down. If you don't have a plan, get a plan. Get someone to give you a plan. 
but make it something that is easy so you already know what you're going to do. Ideally, even pick how long you're going to do it for. So are you going to do it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 40 minutes? I wouldn't strength train for more than an hour, honestly. Gone are the days where you need to do that. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like a full-on athlete and like that's your jam. Spending two hours in the gym isn't necessary to get the kind of body transformation that I'm talking about but I'm also like not competing or something like that. Okay, so you've got what you're gonna do, you got how long you're gonna do it, you got how often you're gonna do it. Then I want you to take your calendar out and write down on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, exactly what time you're going to work out. And that literally means pick a time and put it on your schedule. That is the one thing that you are going to commit to is putting it on your schedule. Because if it's on there, if you treat it like a non-negotiable, if you treat it like the office meeting that you have to go to, well, this is your office meeting for your health, right? Like you want to be healthy. You want to be strong. You want to have those muscles that support you later in life. And the only way to do that is to commit to showing up. So <laughs> I saw something the other day. It was kind of funny. It was somebody had posted about how they didn't go to work one day and their boss called them and was like, hey, what's up? You're, you're not here. And they were like, yeah, you know, I just couldn't find the time. And I didn't feel like it. I didn't think that it was going to be worth it. And it just seemed like too hard. So I, I'm not coming today. And then it was like, you wouldn't treat your career like you treat your workouts. You're not going to come up with all these excuses why you can't go to work. No, you commit to it. You say, hey, this is the thing that I have to do. This is the thing that's going to make me money and help me pay rent. I'm going to show up. So do that with your workouts. Do that with your exercise. Do that with your movement routine and your body and your health goals. So then you've got it on the schedule. This is the big one here. You want to pick a reminder, a cue, something that is going to trigger your brain to think about doing the behavior. And the key to this is really setting up a reward system, having a reward that is so satisfying that your body already anticipates the reward when the cue or the trigger happens. I know a lot of people like to use like a post-workout protein shake and make it extra delicious with some like blended Oreos or something in it and like a flavored protein powder that's you know, awesome sauce. Using that as your reward after you do your workout will stimulate your brain so that when your reminder goes off, your mouth is already watering because you're already thinking about having that smoothie after your workout. Now, not necessarily to say that you should reuse food as a reward system. It's not always the greatest thing, but if it's like a protein shake and it's necessary, you're going to have one anyways, you may as well make it work, right? One thing I like to do, which is slightly different, is I would do my bike workouts and there'll be like a YouTube channel that I will only watch while I'm riding my bike inside on the trainer. I love watching Lionel Sanders. I watch his YouTube channel or I'll watch like that triathlon life YouTube channel while I do my trainer ride and that's the only time I get to watch that YouTube channel so it motivates me. You know, I want to watch the next episode so that's my reward for that workout. So basically, you're creating a dopamine loop where your brain is motivated by the reward to do the action when the reminder goes off. For me, I set an alarm on my phone. It says go work out. And because I've already predetermined that these are the days that this is going to happen, and this is the time that this is going to happen, and I've committed to saying that that is when that that will happen, when the reminder goes off, there's no like, oh, I don't want to. No, it's you do the thing you show up. Now I know that is probably the hardest part, but that comes with reps. Honestly, just keep trying. Just keep doing it. Sounds like bullshit, but <laughs> you get my point. 
That's why we do the pre-thinking about the benefits so that you know, okay, doing this is useful. Doing this serves a purpose. Doing this is going to make me healthier. Establishing it just comes down to basically manipulating your brain into thinking that you want to do this thing. Basically, the next thing to think about is how can you stack your new habit onto an already established habit? Here's one example that I use. On Tuesdays, I have a call at 5 p.m. And the call goes from like 5 to 7, roughly. So I know that if I don't do a workout before 5 p.m., it's not going to happen because I go to bed at 9. So yeah, I plan to do my workout before the call, which means that I have to have either like an hour hour and a half, you know, if I want to shower, especially because if I'm doing like a trainer ride or something, I got to set up the bike and do the whole thing and get my things and whatnot. So I put on the schedule at 3.20, give myself a little extra space, go work out. I set an alarm, reminder, whatever, and I'm stacking it onto this thing that already happens every Tuesday. Every Tuesday I have this call. So before the call, I'm always going to do this thing. Now, whether you do it before or after, it doesn't really matter. The other thing is you could link it to something that you already want to do. This is a little bit complicated, but like, for example, I already know that I want to ride my bike on Saturdays. That's already a habit that I do. I go ride on Saturdays. But I know as a triathlete, swim, bike, run, I need to do brick workouts. Brick workout is when a run comes after a bike. So I make my Saturdays a brick day because I will have already done the bike ride. I will already be out in the world doing the thing. And that gives me the chance to just tack it on at the end. It's not quite the same way because it it is... They are already interconnected. But like, for example, for my kettlebell challenge that I did a couple months ago, I wanted to do 20 kettlebell swings a day. So I put my kettlebell in a place that was next to something that I had already made a habit. Put it next to your coffee machine so that while your coffee is brewing, you can do the kettlebell swings. You just sort of stack that on top of each other. It's a small habit. But if you start small, it's easier to be successful at it than it is if you're going to do like something larger. When I wanted to make swimming more of a regular habit, I would bring my swim stuff with me so that after work, on the way home, I would drive by the pool and then go use the pool. Obviously, things are different now because you have to schedule your swim time. But, you know back in the day when you could just show up, that's what I did. Or I would do it in the morning and I would go at like 5.30 in the morning, go get in the pool right before work and then drive to work. And that worked out great because I gave myself the opportunity to stop at a little coffee shop and have like a coffee and a bagel on the way to work, which woohoo, yay food. So that was great. So basically once you've figured out what sort of habit you could attach your new behavior onto, whether it's linking it to something you already do, something you want to do, like a reward, then obviously the next step is figuring out what your reward is. As I said, it could be a protein smoothie, it could be workout specific rewards, or you could do like, if I do this number of workouts, then I get a reward. For me, when I was really trying to make working out a habit or strength training a habit, I would take out a calendar and on any day that I did a strength workout, I would put a little sticker or a little heart on the calendar so that, you know, at the end of the week and I had like three or four stickers, then I could use that towards my, hey, this means because I did this, I get to go buy new workout clothes or have a good healthy meal somewhere that I'm excited about. You know, I like one of my favorite vegan restaurants or something like that. It's the same way you reward yourself for doing hard work. You get to go do something fun. You go do three workouts. You get to go on a picnic with friends or you go see a movie or something like that. 
find something that is satisfying enough for you to sort of incentivize yourself to do the action or new behavior. Because the anticipation of that reward will create this dopamine loop that motivates you to do that action. You could also try using a habit tracker. I, you know, I have my calendar, but I also have a little line habit tracker that I put little X's on any day that I do something. I do that for my Instagram posting, my reels, my IG live. I set it up so that I keep track of all those things so that my goal is to do a certain amount throughout the week or every day. And then at the end, I can be like, this is my reward, you know, whatever it is. And then the next key that I think a lot of people forget is to plan for obstacles because you know that they're going to happen. You might have something shift in your schedule or you might have work get in the way or you might have car trouble or you might, a friend might be like, hey, let's go hang out on Tuesday at this time. And you're like, oh, that's when I was going to work out. Now, in that type of instance, depending on how often you see your friends, honestly, sometimes my workouts take priority. If I have goals, if I'm Ironman training, if I'm focusing on these larger aspirational things, friends can take a back seat. That's okay because health is a priority. Without your health, you won't be around long enough to be with your friends. Now, not to get all like negative on you or anything, but to me, health is one of my top priorities in life. So you have to decide where that is for you. So planning for obstacles is super important. And the way that we do that, that I find helps, is thinking about all of the things that could go wrong and then figuring out what I'm going to do. If then thinking. So if I'm too tired or emotional to work out, then I'll just start with 10 minutes. And if I'm still not feeling good, then I'll just go for a walk instead. One of the things that I used to do when I was racing a lot more was that I would write down a list of all the things that could possibly go wrong during a race. And then I would write out what I would do if that happened. And it took a lot of stress out of racing. But that same sort of mentality to use when you're trying to build a new habit can be useful because you're taking this idea of trying to put something new into your life and it's going to cause a lot of stress because it's change and change is hard and we are very set in our ways and our patterns of doing things. And so trying to find a way to get your brain to start trying new patterns and sticking to new ways of doing things is stressful. And if you alleviate some of the stress by already preparing what will happen if these obstacles come up, then you feel better about it. You're not worried. You're not always thinking about, oh, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? No, you know it will happen at some point and you know what you'll do about it. And that sounds more simple than it actually is, but the key is remembering to try and prepare for that. So we'll stick with the strength training example. Say your work meeting goes long and it goes into the time when you were had planned to work out and then you just, you don't have any more time and the day is over. So what do you do? Well, you learn to be flexible and you learn to be like, okay, well, I didn't get it done today because of that, but that was also out of my control. You know, sometimes there are things that are just out of your control. You can either choose to do it another day because hello, a week has seven days. That's why we're only focusing on three workouts a week. You can do it on another day and be flexible enough with yourself and not berate yourself for missing it because you didn't you didn't choose for the meeting to go longer. That's not something you can control. But even if it was something you could control, like you just didn't do it. Don't look at it as a failure. Just look at it as this is an opportunity to move forward and it's about reps. It's about keep doing the things. Planning for obstacles is challenging because you don't know what life is going to throw at you. And that's what makes it fun right? Learning to be flexible with what comes up 
learning to not give up on the process just because you weren't able to commit to something and you know seeing it as a journey rather than a destination which is fucking cliche but true okay and then once we have done all these things we've prepared for it we've thought about our long-term benefits and our immediate benefits we've narrowed down the specifics we've designed our environment to set ourselves up for success we figured out what sort of reminder we're going to use that's going to initiate the behavior and predict the reward we have an attractive reward we've stacked the habit onto an established habit or linked it to something that we already want to do we've planned for any obstacles that might show up then we just commit. Now I know people talk about, oh, it takes 21 days for a habit or 90 days or whatever. It doesn't take any days. It just takes you doing the thing over and over and over again until it becomes a habit. If you miss some days, that's going to slow you down. So just keep doing it. Eventually, once you've done it enough times, your body automates it. It's like driving a car. You didn't know how to do it at first. You had to learn. And then you did. Things were a little rough at first, but like eventually, now you probably don't even think about it. Unless you're me and you've been in a car accident recently and are now terrified to drive. Usually driving a car is automatic. So the more you practice your behavior, the more your brain will get used to doing it and it will become habitual. And that wraps up this episode. I hope some of what I talked about today was useful and that you can take it into your life and see how it goes. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening to this on. And you can check me out on Instagram at morgan.e.shepherd. Thanks so much. See you next time.